Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged. Super excited. Um, Before we jump in, we'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Bar none. They are sturdy. They will not break. <laughs> they don't pop break down. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Right now, we've got a quarterly membership going on, which I think is awesome. I think it rocks. Um, we've got everything you need um, inside of our roadmap. You know, the uh, Teach Hoops did a roadmap because you're always in one of four seasons, right? You're either in preseason or you're either in postseason. Um, you're either in the season or you're in the off season. One of those four seasons you're always in. And we set up a roadmap and a checklist to make it easier for you. So come over, join us at teachhoops.com. Let's head off to the podcast. This one, this is coaches. I'm just telling you right now. The, the, you know, I come up with some of these, but this, this was definitely coach's topic. Not that it's a bad one, but I'm going to let him run with it. And then I'm going to get a drink and then I'll be back. Okay, go ahead, coach. All right. Sounds good. Um, so I found an article a couple months ago, uh, by, uh, Seattle times It's called shooting like the warriors, high school basketball, mimicking the pros and loving the three pointer. Uh, and so the question of the day is, is it was an article you said, yes. And we can yeah. post it on, on show notes. Yep. Um, and it talks about can the, what they're doing in the pros, can we really mimic it in the high school game of loving the three point and living and die by the three point play? Can we or can we not? That is the question. I, I say no. Okay. I'm not sure why I'm saying no. Um, I think we try to – first of all, I think there's a trickle-down effect. I think everything in the pros works to college. The college works to us. Um, you can see it with the ball screens and all those kind of things. Yes. So, um, do I think it's already trickled down? Absolutely. Um, do I think it's been good? I mean, I wish we had better shooters, I guess. Um, 
I mean, the, 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 the science is out there that you should basically shoot threes or layups. Right. I mean, the science um, is out there. The, the big argument was that it's a huge game changer, but I feel like there's other things we've talked about that are game changers. Uh, and the stat, statistic-wise, um, they're almost even based it when you get to the point of um, if you take a certain amount of shots percentage-wise, the, the percentage is almost even out, though, to be honest with you. Okay. So, um, I like looked at the percentages of, like, what do you think as a high school coach? If you, if you get the ball inside and you shoot high percentage shots inside, how much how, how much should you make within the lane? At least fifty percent, right? Right. So if you're taking fifty percent of like, let's say that you take a hundred of those, and then there's fifty percent, you make fifty percent of those. You know, that's a hundred points, right? Right. Yep. And so. Um, What's a good three-point percentage for high school? 33%? A third? 30%? A third, yeah, a third, I mean, a third is good, I think. So if we do 100 eight. shots there, right, that's 33. What's 33 right. times three? 99. Right. They end up, they almost end up eating out every time I've, I've ever done the calculations. Right. But you're talking about being able to, yeah. And, I, and the thing is, I, but they, don't, they won't shoot those mid-rangers. Right. And I don't think they're practicing the 15-footers. So that's why I think it's six feet and in and three-pointers is what people are shooting now. Right. Yeah. Which I, I, guess I, can, I guess I can see where that, where that, that can be. Uh, but most teams are focusing on teams to shoot that mid-range jump shot. Um, one thing I don't like is that it doesn't lead to a lot of free-throw shooting, you know? And shooting does, does the shooting often lead to any effective offense? I think the shot clock is one of the reasons why there's so many shots being taken up. You know, in our game, I don't think we, we can be able to rotate the ball multiple times in the state of Wisconsin. Right. We don't have to mimic the NBA. I right. think people are, are people are. are um, Trust me, the shot clock's coming. I won't be around to see it, but it's coming. I think it's gonna. I think. I think. <laughs> I, I I I'm gonna sound old if I say that, so I might not say that. Um, yeah, I'm just – I'm not sure it's going to do great things for high school basketball. I'm not against it, but I'm just not sure. I don't know. I'm sounding old when I, when I talk like this. But um, – because we – I'm not sure why we're trying to mimic the, the 138 best basketball players in the world. We shouldn't because it doesn't fit that. It doesn't make sense. Because I got the kid that's part of the DECA club and the other kid's in the band and, you know, the other kid – it's like – and I'm trying to make them basketball players. And you're talking about guys that are making, you know, $17 million a year to go play basketball. We sh we're not, we're not in the same world. We're in alternate universes, to be honest with you. <laughs> like we were talking about last week with triple with your left hand. Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> trust me, the guys that are on TV in the NBA on the NBA network can dribble with their left hand for the most part. And I think you got to be careful is that too, is that the one thing that I, I when I really look and evaluate this article is like, you can't constantly mimic the NBA in uh, college either because their percentages are way better than most high school teams are. They're, right. They're, we can't mimic that because we sure don't have the percentages. Well, I mean, no, no, one, at, no one, there's not, I mean, okay. So again, we're talking about the one percenters that have five legitimate players in the car. We all play several players that have deficiencies. Yes. <laughs> I mean, unless you're, unless you're, you know, the elite of the elite, you're playing kids with deficiencies playing high school basketball. Now, I've played some kids with deficiencies, and they ended up playing in the NFL. They were football players, but they had basketball deficiencies. 
that you could exploit. You know, that's the thing is most of those guys in the NBA don't have deficiencies, even at the highest collegial level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. I don't I, think, I, I don't think some of that study, some of those studies with a grain of salt. Right. Um, so in my opinion, I don't think it, it can be completely as effective in the high school game. What, are, what is your overall thought then? Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I just don't okay. think it can be. I don't, it's just, just sure. Cause we don't have the, we don't have the resources, the plethora of type of players to mimic that game. And right. like I just, I just told, talked about is that percentage wise, based on the average percentages for high school basketball players of 50 and 33%, they almost even out. So in, in re- retrospect, you're looking for your best shot or a great shot. And a three-point shot really is the best shot for a high school basketball player. Right. No, I agree. I mean, uncontested three-pointer would be good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they don't happen very often. All right, what's our full timeout? My full timeout is: Do you? I, I'm constantly watching and watching. Is that? Do you think post the, the post play will remain in the game? True post play. Or is it going to continue to phase out? No, I think it's going to stay. I think they're going to move the line back to like we were talking about off off air about the moving the uh, division one to the international and then all collegiate the following year to the international, which is another God, almost foot and a half back. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, just a couple things. First of all, big shout out to teach for coaches who want to get better. They allow us to do these. They, you know, um, they'll they allow us to become me become a better basketball coach but allow us to keep you know the equipment and the editing and all the things i need to do to run three podcasts high school hoops and teacher side gig and this one um that allows me to pay the bills so go over and check it out and if you like this podcast we would ask you go over and subscribe and leave a review wherever um you listen we would appreciate that all right let's head back to the podcast um i think it's 20 22 one or 20 i don't know something but it's like the like the college the high school level is like nineteen six I think they're gonna move it back and that's gonna open up the lanes for driving it's also gonna open up the paint touches and it, it, paint touches are good you watch the collegiate level they even go in there because they can get to the free throw line that's why so you uh, think expanding out the the three point line is going to but like what about I think it's gonna other- start I think it's gonna it's gonna cause more dribbling and it's gonna cause more post ups I do. It's going to spread okay. more some. And I think the people are going to be able to get to the rim easier. Well, my question is how are all those city schools with small gyms going to ever be able to replicate courts like that then? If they widen out. Well, yeah, the one like in New York. Like, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good question. We should also make the court wider and longer. I agree. I agree. Um, it's too small for the athletes. It, if anybody's a Little League coach, at the twelve, the twelve-year-olds are too close to the plate in little league, too. Right, like that should be a fifty-seventy. Someone's gonna die eventually in little league. I mean, those twelve-year-olds are throwing the ball so hard, and that distance is too short. Like, yeah, well, guess what? Well, we're we're a, we're a reactive culture, so we will not take the until something bad happens. That yeah. that change will not happen. Yeah, and that change should happen now, now before something happens. Because twelve-year-olds throwing that close is like they're like throwing them. It's crazy how hard they're throwing it. Um, right. It's been a few years since I've been in that world, but it was like I knew it then. That's, and then they, and then the problem is, then they moved to the, then they moved to the big field, and it's too big for, for a thirteen-year-old. You know, it's like you need that fifty-seventy field. But that's the problem with the basketball court right now. I, I think we've outgrown it. 
I think our athletes about grown it. I just think that post play will always remain. If anybody really understands the game, I think you get better shots by playing inside out. I didn't really touch base on the question at all today. And then I don't think teams know how to defend in the post as much as they used to. No, so you can teach your if you could teach your kids, and you don't need to teach them a hundred post moves. You know, to be really using your body, have one counter move be effective, it could be a game changer for you if you don't have a good shooting team that year or to grind or make a high percentage shot at the end of the game when you need a, a bucket or, you know, get a high percentage shot and get to the free throw line. So I think, I think post play, any smart basketball coach is not going to constantly live and die by the three. They're going to constantly be able to use that post play when they can. And right. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a tall guy either. I've had guards that are, I've set up post plays for that could – to uh, be really well done in the post as well. Yep, and it will get you the free throw line and all that, all those, are, yes. And the, and the thing is, the game's moving away from it. That's a reason you should move toward it. Exactly. In my opinion. Yep. So people aren't spending the time on it. Like you said, I don't think the defense is what it was 20 years ago in the post at all. Especially, too, if, if you got better shooters and because they're coming better shooters, they can't help as much in double team if they're going to kick out. So if you can get guys to score in the inside – you're going to get those outside shots or you're going to get one-on-one -on -one coverage in a high percentage area. 50% of the time you're going to score there. It's a high percentage shot. I would continue. It makes complete sense. All right. Perfect. All right, coach. Thanks. Sounds good. Yep. Bye. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like. Make sure you go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better time to become a better basketball coach. Um, I will give you my personal email address. I will respond to your questions. And then on top of that, you have community, you have DVDs, you have handouts, you have a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. Go over and check it out. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.